0: Get your sporting fix. Friday sport on Wellington mornings with RS Lane panel and date. Get in the fast lane. RSLane.nz. News Talk ZB. Welcome back. 16 minutes to 11. Don't forget 11 o'clock Friday face off with Neil Jones and Wellington City Councillor Nicola Young. Firstly, welcome Adam Cooper. Thanks Nick, good morning. Good morning and we've got a special guest with us this morning, Tony Rogers, who is a 1984 Olympic runner and Athletics Athletics Wellington's GM. Good morning Tony.
1: Good morning gentlemen, how are you today?
0: We're great thanks. How did you first hear the news about Sir Murray Helberg dying?
1: Well actually it was uh, mid afternoon yesterday I was talking to one of my aged uh colleagues who's on the New Zealand Schools agreed with me Jeff Shaw who's based in Auckland and he'd been to a, ironically he'd been to a a morning luncheon which they had about once every month for some of these uh older runners I guess they could be called the Super Gold Club runners that meet once a month to keep in touch and some of the greats of our running in the early years Kevin Ryan and Brian Rose and stuff were there and uh it was Bill Rogers who ran with uh to Barry in that group with, with Arthur, um, who stood up and gave them the sad news, so they had a bit of a minute's silence for a gathering of our Elbridge statesmen of running that they just happened to have a dinner, I mean a luncheon yesterday in Auckland.
0: We all have a favourite story about people that we respect and admire within our sporting uh, fields. What's yours with Sir Murray Helberg?
1: Well, the, 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 the memory that I will always treasure and always have done actually was... Um, when he came to Athens, uh, to, I was the team leader for the New Zealand team in Athens in 2004 for athletics and uh, he came to visit the team for a few days in, and as an ambassador as he's done on a number of uh, the Olympic uh, campaigns and particularly spend time with the track and field athletes of course. Um, and. I offered and, and drove him and two other of the team members from um, the Athens Village all the way down to Olympia to watch young Val Adams compete in her first Olympics at the in the shot put in the old Olympia Stadium in Olympia, which was about a four-hour drive from the Athens Village. And so we spent... A four-hour journey there and back, uh, listening to some great stories with Sir Murray, and that was with Craig Barrett, our famous distance walker, and um, Stu Fark, where the javelins were off on the Waikato. So... That was that will probably always go down as one of my great memories with um, Samari. But yeah, a great man. He could tell some great stories of, of, of his time. And Tony, and we, inspirational. We,
2: yeah, we, we see your events, the the brilliant events you put on for, for people young and old here in Wellington. How much of his legacy lives on with, with sort of the shape that athletics is in now in in this country and, and here in Wellington.
1: Well, I, I guess you know, Samari was one of the one of the great Lydia, um gang at that time in the, in the 50s and 60s, and um, we know what what he achieved off, off on the track, I should say, with his gold medal winning performances at Commonwealth and Olympics. Um, and you know he's still uh, kept in touch with um, all of, all of those older statesmen, if you like, of our sport, and to keep the sport going today. I mean, we have one of his great mates. Um, as as the patron of New Zealand secondary schools athletics, and that's Barry McGee, a marathon runner, uh, and I'll be seeing him next week, and and, um, and so on. I, I know he'll be um, sadly disappointed to have lost one of his great mates. But yeah, the the, the Boys' legacy lives on across our distance fraternity. Many of them have been involved in um, inspiring our younger generation with great. Um, words of wisdom and talks and I know that's what um, Samari was really good at he he gave you this air of confidence and and positivity but but calmness as well whenever he spoke to groups of athletes. And that was what was one of the great things about when he'd come into the Olympic team situations. He gave athletes confidence. And it was great to hear my mate Rod Dixon even say that last night when he spoke to them in in Munich before he ran his races.
0: Didn't Rod Dixon look good last night? I got a fright when I saw him. By God, he looks good. Can I tell you, Tony, my two quick stories that I love? Firstly, when he got knighted, he was working in a hardware shop. And, and the TV cameras all arrived and he's just working in a hardware shop. And he says, I'll be Sir Murray today, tomorrow I'm back to Murray. Very humble, ordinary bloke. And the next story is Arthur Lydia walking out of the hotel with him and Peter Snell. And he, he looked at them both and he said, Peter is going to win the 1500 gold. Then you're going to win the 5000 gold. And that same day, one after the other, and he was dead right.
1: Yeah, well, Arthur was definitely great at giving those guys that kind of confidence, which which the likes of Murray was able to carry on because, um, you know, if you'd done the work, they believed that you could you could perform. And uh, yeah, it was, they're great stories, and there's many stories that um, the old gentlemen of our sport will be, and I can put myself in that bracket will be telling of of their association with Murray over the over the next few weeks, I'm sure. But yeah, very sad day yesterday, but. Um, Yeah, I was obviously honoured to be um, involved with them a a little bit from afar because not being an Aucklander, but um, on some occasions, and yeah, the legacy leaves across track and field is great, but it's probably even greater across the sport fraternity of New Zealand with the, the Helberg Awards and the, what he
2: does with the foundation. Yeah, and Tony, obviously, you know, 5,000 metres all those years ago, 1960, and I know he'd, he'd had an attempt at the previous Olympics to that as well. How much harder was it for the athletes back then to prepare a campaign? There was no high-performance sport New Zealand to dish out funding or be based in these amazing centres overseas, was it? How much different was the scene back then?
1: Yeah, well, the travel was the hardest factor, wasn't it? Because, you know, getting getting to and from... Um, places like europe and in, in, in the fifties and sixties uh, was was really really tough and um that that was probably the, the, the one of the greatest things and I remember Samari saying about some of those aspects of the village that the athletes had in Athens compared to what they had in Rome, and you know, obviously Rome was a special stadium, and and uh, and it still is. It's uh, still fairly well intact there, with particularly the old warm-up track, which has got all the lovely statues around it. But yeah, um, travel was a big factor. Yeah, support money-wise was tough, of course, and, and then of course, like everyone, including myself. They're all full-time in a full-time job, and oh, they're back yeah. here in New Zealand in their preparation, clocking up the miles to run uh, under the revered training system.
0: Thanks, Tony. Really appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts. And uh, our thoughts are with you. I know you've lost someone that you'll have a lot of respect and, and love for. So appreciate you coming on and, and chatting to me and Coops about it. Uh, that's Athletics Wellington's GM and Olympic runner Tony Rogers. Um, Helberg Awards, we, we can't finish the segment without mm. talking into magnitude and the fact of athletes with disabilities yeah, because and, that's his big thing. And figure. that's
2: why they're there. I mean I think most people day to day know the Helbergs is where we recognise our top sports people uh, you know from, from their achievements but you know the crux of the awards and that trust are supporting you know dis- d- disabled athletes and you just had to look at the, the Paralympics last year and, and other events that our Paralympians take part in year in year out just as to how successful they are and how much that um, you know h- how much that trust and that organisation and, and the legacy of Sir Murray Helberg has helped them out so it's very special and isn't it cool for people like say my generation because I'm a lot younger than you and oh thanks uh, well, you were probably alive in 1960, weren't you? <laughs> uh, I certainly wasn't. Um, but uh, but how his name lives on, it's such a prominent part of our sport. Absolutely. He didn't do, I mean, it's clear from everything you hear, every interview you hear him in, it's clear he didn't do it for that reason. He didn't do it to have his name on that trust. But the fact that his name is on that trust means that people can learn about him, learn about his legacy and what he's done in sport over the years.
0: And, and for those who didn't know, he did have a disability. His elbow and arm, he had a disability. Yeah. Um, just one quick last thing. Gold medal in the 1500, gold medal in the 5000, population in New Zealand was... 2 million people. Yeah, I heard people. you say
2: that at the start of the show. Incredible, eh? <laughs> That's an incredible, incredible story. Right, let's do talk about
0: other sports, not that we want to cut them off. Uh, talk about the World Cup, please. Tell us... I mean, there's been some heavyweights knocked out.
2: What's been fantastic about these last couple of days is these group games, and usually I think pool play, World Cups don't get exciting until, you know, they get into the knockout rounds, but holy heck, the last couple of days have been absolutely incredible. Belgium knocked out this morning. Um, they are gone. Their coach has already been uh, given the flick as well. Germany are gone too. They didn't win a game so far, uh, But uh, they won this morning, but because uh, Japan um, upset Spain this morning, Germany's win wasn't enough to get them through. So Japan is through and Spain through, Germany out yet again. So this World Cup's just throwing out all sorts of things. Australia obviously came in as well and advanced. so unpredictable tournament. There's a few betting people in our office who are short a bit of money because strange things have happened.
0: Right, we've run out of time, but you can catch Adam Cooper tomorrow morning on the All Sports Breakfast between 7 and 9 on this station. Very high profile, high rating show that it is. Uh, catch it tomorrow. Get your sporting fix. Friday sport on Wellington mornings with RS Lane panel and date. Get in the fast
1: lane. RS
0: Lane.nz. News Talk ZB.
2: 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break.